Hello, 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 and Happy New Year. I hope you guys brought it in in the most amazing way. Hope you have fun. Hope you were with your loved ones. Or you brought it in like I did, sleeping. My topic for today is, are you an empath? I bought a book last year called The Empath's Survival Guide, Life Strategies for Sensitive People. I knew I needed to do something because most of my life, I've, I know I was really, really, really sensitive and I never understood why why it was so easy for someone to hurt my feelings, why it was so easy for me to cry, and at times I couldn't stop crying. And I felt like I was overprotective with my children, uh, very sensitive to their feelings. Um, When they cried, I cried. When they were sad, when they were angry, Um, I felt angry Uh, the moment someone bothered them at school I was on my way up there and I would tell them hey I fight kids like leave my kids alone so um, I never figured it out when I was younger but I came across this book when I saw someone else reading it and they told me I should get it and read it especially after having a small talk, the lady said, yes, I need to get the book. Read the book. And since I've gotten the book, I've read two chapters. And I want to share the first one with you guys. So I'm going to start off with sharing what kinds of empaths there are. Well, before I do that, I'm going to tell you what an empath is. Empaths have extremely reactive neurological system. We don't have the same filters that other people do to block out stimulation. As a consequence, we absorb into our own bodies both the positive and stressful energies around us. We are so sensitive that it's like holding something in a hand that has 50 fingers instead of five. We are truly super responders. Now, if you've been told to tighten up, you're too sensitive or too emotional, or you need to grow thicker skin, I'm sure you are an empath. Stay with me. I'm going to talk about the kinds of empath after this break. It's Spotify. Listen to your favorite artist. Had to get my life back. I got back on the right track. Said I got the drip, said he loved the way it tastes I ain't never scared, let me put it in your face Stepping out of line, had to put that as a place He a real one, listen to everything that I say 
Glow Benji. Hey, it's Benji. Yes, it's me again. Yep, it's me again. Yep, it's me again. Yep, it's Benji. Yep, it's me again. Yep, it's me again. But you can call me Love Dog. Download Spotify and catch the best artists. Welcome back. Okay, there are 10 general types of empaths. The first one is a physical empath. You are especially attuned to other people's physical symptoms and tend to absorb them into your body. You also can become energized by someone's sense of well-being. For instance, if you're talking to someone who has a sore throat, your throat may start feeling sore or you feel some kind of discomfort in your neck. Or you may feel a sensation in the pit of your stomach when you're talking to someone who is sad. Or in my case, when my daughter was having contractions, I felt her contractions. I felt them coming and I felt them going. The next one is an emotional empath, which means you mainly pick up other people's emotions and can become a sponge for their feelings, both happy and sad. Number three, an intuitive empath. You experience extraordinary perceptions such as heightened intuition, telepathy, messages in dreams, animal and plant communication, as well as contact with the other side. Number four, telepathic empath which receives intuitive information about others in present time. Number five, precognitive empath, which have premonitions about the future while awake or dreaming. Dream empaths, they are avid dreamers and can receive intuitive information from dreams that help others and guides them into their own lives. Number six, mediumship empaths. They can access spirits on the other side. Number seven, oh, number eight, I'm sorry, number eight, plant empaths. They can feel the needs of plants and connect with their essence. Earth empaths, they are attuned to changes in our planet, our solar system, and the weather.
Last but not least, the animal empaths. They can tune into animals and communicate with them. Now, if you believe that you're one of more of these empaths, I would love to hear your story. So I will make sure I post my number. So when I want to have a conversation about these types of empaths, you guys will be able to call me and we can talk about it. So I analyzed myself and out of these 10, I have seven of them. I am a physical and emotional empath, precognitive, dream, plant, earth, and animal empath. I know people have called me crazy, loony, and probably thought I was, you know, a little off. But hey, I am what I am. And I finally accepted who I am. And with that being said, I've learned to channel people's energies in and out when I need to because back in the day baby (laughs) I carried the weight of so many people it was sickening next I'm going to talk about the introverted and extroverted empaths be right back Apple, 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 Welcome back. I'm going to talk about introverted and extroverted empaths. Now, as far as the introvert empath, they have very low tolerance for socializing and small talk. They tend to be quieter at gatherings and prefer leaving early. They also like to arrive in their own vehicle so they don't feel trapped or dependent on someone else's ride. Extrovert empaths, they are more verbal and interactive when it comes to socializing and enjoying the banter with others. They can also stay longer in social situations without getting exhausted or overstimulated. So are you an introverted or extroverted empath? I know which one I am. I love being alone. I don't really like going out much. I don't feel like I'm missing anything. 
So being at home in my room, in my comfy bed, with my pillows and my nice blanket and my big screen TV, which I've barely been watching, but hey, I love being in here. You may wonder, how does one become an empath? You are actually born an empath. You have some babies that enter the world with more sensitivity than others. They're more sensitive to lights, smells, touch, movement, temperature, and sound. The sensitivity trait is genetically transmitted. Some highly sensitive children can come from mothers and fathers with the same trait. And parenting plays a role in the sensitivity levels of children as they grow up to be adults. Early trauma, such as physical or emotional abuse, children who are raised by alcoholics, depressed or narcissistic parents could potentially wear down their usual healthy defenses that a child with nurturing parents develops. What areas of the life does empathy affect? Let's start with health. When an empath hasn't learned their defenses before they reach adulthood, they can easily become overwhelmed, fatigued, or exhausted. They can eventually be diagnosed with symptoms like chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, migraines, allergies, adrenal fatigue, which is a form of burnout, depression and anxiety, or panic attacks, or chronic pain. Empaths can develop addictions like to alcohol, drugs, food, sex, shopping, or other behaviors in an attempt to numb their sensitivities. I've had a battle with a couple of those. I had a battle with alcohol, sex, and shopping. How did I deal with it? With the alcohol, I quit cold turkey. With the shopping, I just minimized what I bought. I made a budget. The budget helped. Shows where I was spending unnecessary monies on things I really didn't need. And about sex, we're going <coughs> to talk about that another time. <clears throat> it affects the relationships. Love and sex, which empaths tend to get involved with a toxic partner 
and become anxious, depressed, or ill. Empaths are very loving people, and we expect others to be the same way, which doesn't always happen. And in my case, uh, it's never happened, (laughs) especially in relationships. They can feel their partner's stress and emotions, such as anger or depression, simply by interacting with them, as well as during lovemaking, a particularly vulnerable time. Parenting. Parenting is a big one. Empathetic parents are often overwhelmed and exhausted from the intense demands of raising children because they tend to absorb their children's feelings and pain. And I think I've mentioned it earlier. I most definitely felt overwhelmed. And the moment my children weren't happy or if I felt they were off emotionally, I called their school and had them put in counseling just to make sure they were okay. Now, before I forget, uh, there is a test I want you guys to take. It has uh, 20 questions. So grab you a pen and paper, make two columns. One column, put yes, and the other, put no. You're going to learn today what kind of empath you are. Get Spotify. Pass me the blunt. This pack gon' last me a month. Try me as a suicide. Cause I come for it, it's a do or die. Get Spotify. All of these hoes talking about they was moving in. Life is a movie. Well, who gonna shoot it then? Oh, that's a classic. Well, who gonna reboot it then? They giving the brother love. Wixing and thuggalus. Cause I just got me a bunch of drugs. Dumping slugs. They ask me what happened. All of this gold, you would think I went platinum. My nina got ass, nigga. Don't make me clap on. Fuck, fuck, nigga. Feel nigga. Go make me jack him. Fuck 12. Can't stop me. Fighting charges like Rocky. Whipping the dope for Versace. Till I get Ferraris, Bugattis. Two hotties with bodies. Can we do Pilates? Does that make you roll like a trolley? I'm whipping the dope for Download Spotify and catch the best artists. At work, empaths can feel drained by energy vampires in their workplace. Yes. Yet be at a loss to know how to set boundaries to protect themselves. Now, I can relate to this wholeheartedly because the people that I work with, it's a lot of personalities. And the turnover rate for hiring is ridiculous. Before I learned how to channel people's energies 
out as soon as it come in or if I don't want to hold on to it. I would do other things at work just to be by myself, whether it was walking, taking the plastic off of vehicles, or just sitting by myself. Sometimes I think I can be a little standoffish, not on purpose. It's more of I focus on the task at hand. And when I do, I kind of, or I actually fall into a different zone. I daydream quite a bit, especially when I board the shuttle on the way back to the track to grab another vehicle. Lately, I've been trying my best to deal with December, which I'm glad is over. I made it. And that's for another another podcast of what I went through. December and January aren't really great months for me. But anywho, empaths have extraordinary perceptual abilities, which is having high sensitivities that makes them able to sense people's energy, open to premonitions, animal communication, and powerful dreams. The advantages and challenges of being an empath. The common advantages, the flow of energy in the world, reading people, and experiencing the richness of being so open to life and nature, which I absolutely love. Empaths have huge hearts and the instinct to help others in need who are less fortunate. We're dreamers, idealists. We're also passionate, deep, creative, in touch with our emotions, compassionate, and can see the big picture. We appreciate other people's feelings and we can become loyal friends and mates. I'm sorry. I mean, empaths. <laughs> well, I am one. But, um, yeah, that part. Very loyal. I've been loyal to people who didn't deserve my loyalty. But got it anyway. They were blessed. But you better believe... Before they can take advantage of me or hurt me, God has removed them. We empaths resonate with nature. It's plants, forests, and gardens. And we love water. Empaths have strong intuitive bond with their animals. 
we often talk to them like they're human. Yes, I love my blue. I love my Australian Shepherd. And uh, to give a quick example, how I've bonded with him. So I've got him, I got him when he was a baby. Um, we were homeless in um, 2023. And I thought we were going to have to go to a homeless shelter and I couldn't take him with me. So I had called um, rescue and made a plan to drop him off to them and they keep him for 30 days. So I was just thinking, uh, I think I had uh, about three or four days and I was thinking, what if we don't find a place in 30 days? You know, I, I, I won't be able to get them back. They're gonna put them up for adoption. I'll never see them again. And then when that day came where I had to drop them off, I became extremely emotional. He would, you know, jump in my lap and, and lay his head on my leg and look at me. So of course I'm I'm bawling. And uh, my son AJ said, if you don't want to take them there, then don't do it. We'll figure something out. You know, we'll go to a hotel so we could keep them. And we kept him. So the bond, he's like my my kid. He's my baby. You know, trying to give him to someone is like taking one of my actual kids and just giving them to someone else to say, hey, raise them until I can get on my feet, which I cannot do, never could do. I struggle with mine. We made it. They're doing their thing. And that's for another podcast, too. Be right back after this break. Tune into Spotify. You can hear great artists like Lachelle Banks. Lo Benji. It's me again, yep, it's me again, yep, it's me again, yep, it's Benji. Yep, it's me again, yep, it's me again. But you can call me low though. And Juice Leroy. We got that little boy at the matrix. We took in his song and we made it. We beating his ass and we take it. I'm taking his shoes and we made it. Bro, the ops in the blind, we face it. I cruise and take off in a spaceship. Download the app now. Hey, Lil Benji, who are you listening to? 
I'm listening to my house by Beyonce. Hey, what app you using? Apple Music. Apple Music. Who came to see me? Who real like me? Don't let me kill by my seat. Apple Music. Okay, I'm back. I hope you guys have your pen and paper, which are two columns, one labeled yes and one labeled no, for your quiz. Common challenges of being an empath. Since you don't possess the same defenses as others, you may become overstimulated. If you don't get enough alone time to replenish yourself, or wind down each day, you will suffer from the toxic effects of overstimulation and sensory overload, which basically means you're going to be agitated as hell. <laughs> you absorb stress and negativity of others. I remember there was a time I would absorb so much negativities, so much stress that I ended up being diag diagnosed with depression and anxiety because I did not know how to channel all the stress and negativity. I did not channel it back out. I held on to it until it wore me down. You would feel things intensely. For example, you may not be able to watch violent movies or upsetting movies about people or animals because the brutality hurts too much. And I know all too well about that. You cannot sit me through a scary movie without me jumping or screaming or covering my eyes. I like to avoid, you know, scary movies for that reason I also had to stop watching the news or not watch it as much especially when I lived in Detroit because someone was always getting shot somebody was always dying and I would see the relatives on TV crying and I'll be crying right along with them like oh wow like it's sad you can feel their pain well I could feel their pain you can suffer from emotional and social hangovers, which is when you're around too many people or intense emotions. You may feel isolated and lonely, especially after distancing yourself from people because the world seems overwhelming. People may view you as standoffish and that's what I said earlier I keep to myself every now and then I socialize but I be in my own world a lot I kind of like being in my own world where it's just me and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and going on about my day you can experience emotional burnouts there are people 
who can feel that you're compassionate and you're sensitive and they flock to you and tell you their life stories. I've had that done over and over. Just people will walk up to me or stand standing by me in the grocery store or in line somewhere and they'll just start talking to me. And at first I used to think when I was younger, like, okay, this person doesn't know me, but now I know just about everything about them. I never understood. It took about 20 years for me to finally understand that I am an empath and some people need empathy more than others and they seem to find me. Some empaths find it difficult to cope with increased sensitivity to light, smell, taste, touch, temperature, and sound. For me, I am very sensitive to sound. Sometimes I be in my zone so tough, when someone calls my name, I jump. If I hear a horn, I jump. I cover my ears when an ambulance or fire truck is going by because it's too loud. There was a recent argument at work on a shuttle and I had to cover my ears because they were too loud. Certain smells make me nauseous. The sun, (laughs) as much as I love the sun, can be a little too bright on some days. But I'm good though. I promise. And last, expressing needs in an intimate relationship. Some empaths, not me, they need specific needs when living in the same space or sharing a bread, uh, sharing bread. Nah, nah, I feel like I'm, <laughs> when I remember I used to share the bed with my kids, whew, it's like I didn't have a choice. But when it comes to a partner, some may require separate space. I mean, you really have to be highly sensitive <laughs> to need your own separate space. Okay, when I come back, we're going to do the quiz to see what kind of empath you are. And don't change your answers once you hear the results. Be right back. It's I ain't gotta brag. Gonna have to pay for a feature. Gonna have to pay for my time. Gonna have to pay for my energy. I deserve every dime. I put in work over time. They hate it low in disguise. Brushing them off of the mind. They question me all the time. Like, damn, LB, how you do that? I'm the big boss. Call shots, bitch. Move back. I'm packed. All the damaged goods in my shoe rack. New hack. Facing all my fears. It's Spotify. Hold on. Hold on so tightly with me. I know it's been hard to sleep, trust Everything's working out fine It's Spotify You don't even know she wifey 
Yeah, I'm crazy, baby. Get toxic, that is sight. If I catch my up outside, I'ma make them run like me. They don't let me in this club, I'ma make them gunfight me. I'm a Gemini, baby, too pot the life. It be hard to keep it boo, though. I really love shites. And I came from the trenches, so I'm not above Nike. Kick in my op door and lay him on the rug nice. She might not let me see my son, but I heard he thug like. And if you don't fuck with him, then he'll probably shrug like me. Hey, Lil Benji, who you listening to? I'm listening to My House by Beyonce. Oh, what app you using? Apple Music. Apple Music! Okay, guys and gals, I'm back. Hope you got your pen and paper, your two columns labeled yes and no. Now, for each question, uh, if the answer is yes, you put a mark on the yes. If it's no, a mark on the no. And I'll go over the results with you at the end. All right, here we go. Have you ever been labeled overly sensitive, shy, or introverted? Okay. Do you frequently get overwhelmed or anxious? Do arguments and yelling make you ill? Do you often feel like you don't fit in? Do crowds drain you and do you need a long time to revive yourself? Do noise, odors, or non-stop talkers overwhelm you? Do you have chemical sensitivities or a low tolerance for scratchy clothes? Do you prefer taking your own car to places so that you can leave early if you need to? Do you overeat to cope with stress? Are you afraid of becoming suffocated by intimate relationships do you startle easily do you react strongly to caffeine or medications do you have a low threshold for pain do you need to socially isolate do you absorb other people's stress, emotions, or symptoms? Are you overwhelmed by multitasking? And do you prefer to do one thing at a time? Do you replenish yourself in nature? Do you need a long time to recuperate after being with difficult people or energy vampires. Do you feel better in small towns or the country rather than large cities? 
Do you prefer one-to-one interactions and small groups to large gatherings? All right, tally up your numbers. Okay, now we're getting ready to calculate your results. And I believe there's 20 questions. So if you answered yes to one to five questions, you're at least a partial empath. If you answered yes to six to 10 questions, you have moderate empath tendencies. If you answered yes to 11 to 15 questions, you have strong empath tendencies. And if you answered yes to more than 15 questions, you are a full-blown empath. So how did you do? Make sure you answer the question or the poll after you're done listening to this podcast. If you're a full-blown empath, I encourage you to grab this book. Uh, I don't, I don't think it, it didn't cost much. Uh, but uh, it's the Empath Survivor Guide: Life Strategies for Sensitive People. Uh, it was written by Judith Orloff, M.D. Okay, the book costs uh, $12. I got it from Amazon. So it's $12. It's, it's really worth it. I mean, you other guys can get the book also and read it yourself. But for full-blown empaths, if you don't have any kind of control over channeling people's energy in and out, you may want to get the book. It helped me out expeditiously. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and had a happy new year. Thanks for listening. Apple Apple Music. music. your yesterday and your mistakes press forward move forward forget your yesterday learn from your mistakes press forward move forward forget your
It's over. 